Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos of Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now, back to the podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Matt Pierce. I am the Learning and Video Ambassador for TechSmith, and we want to welcome you to our show. We've got a great show for you today. Before we get into our episode, we're going to be talking with Dawn Mahoney about creating job aids. She's got a new course that just launched on the TechSmith Academy. We're so grateful for her creating that. It's really great content, and we'll get to that in just a second. Of course, with that said, you know, if you haven't checked out TechSmith Academy, it is a free online learning platform that uh, allows you to go out and learn about creating things like scripts and storyboards and making videos and creating job aids. We've got some great interviews out there with some fantastic professionals, both in the training and development world, but also folks who are making videos all the time for YouTube and other platforms. So go check it out. It's all free and it's available for you. Go to academy.techsmith.com or follow the bit.ly that's on the screen. Now, with that said, I am excited to have my guest today because uh, I got to meet Dawn. I, I don't even remember when we met. It's been a while now, but she's been someone that's been in the industry, always advocating for best practices, always uh, you know out there sharing her knowledge. She does a lot of stuff, uh, both writing and sharing her her thoughts and ideas to make the, the community and just so much better. And I knew I wanted to work with her and we have the great privilege this, over this course of 2000. 20, I guess that's the year it is, it's still, uh, to, to create a course about job aids because it's something that a lot of people forget about or they think they have to have a course or they have to have these big whole process things, but you can just sometimes have a job aid. So with that said, uh, let's welcome Dawn to our program. Hi, Dawn. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? Good. Yes, it's still 2020. We're only in September, Matt. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. It just it feels like it's been a lot longer some days. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> very, very true. Thanks for having me. Thanks we're, we're, for allowing me to enter the academy. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Don, um, there's probably people who are watching or who will watch us or listen to this that haven't had a chance to meet you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. Well, um, you can, if you count the rings, you know that I've been um, in this industry and doing work in training, facilitation, instructional design for a long time now. Uh, I've worked in large organizations, a few of them over the years, building and growing training and development and always bringing what do they need to know how to do on the job is always let's not give them more. Let's do a really good job of reinforcing it. And um, so that's been my mantra internally um, in the organizations I worked in. And then since launching my company in 2015, uh, learning in the white space, I have been devoted to largely devoted to instructional design, um, but also facilitation, which is still my most favorite thing to do. Um, 
um, that's my heart and soul. And um, whether it's e-learning or or in face-to-face, I'm doing a lot of face-to-face these days. Um, but also always doing job aids. I, I, it's just something that's in my brain. So um, cheat sheets back in the day before we had fabulous tools. Um, it's kind of my gig. Yeah, that no, that's awesome, right? Like it's and, and it's what an important thing to do because I think there's so much information that's being thrown around at people, especially in corporations and businesses, that the expectation that you're just gonna know everything seems pretty overwhelming. Yes. And I've worked, um, my jobs have been in a financial with deeply complex system uh, training where they have to know all kinds of codes or know how to find. When I started really getting it that we could give people the tools to learn how to fish versus um, all the other things. So they knew how to look things up. They knew where to look them up in other places, but mostly why to look them up and not forcing people to memorize. Life got a little bit easier. That meant I also didn't have to have it all memorized. Um, And I think that's the number one lesson, which is um, go through your instructional design plan and figure out what do they absolutely have to know fingertip right away or what do they know how to find on their own? Parse that out. Let's get into this because I think, I mean, job aids, it seems simple. And I think overall, it probably is a simple concept, right? Like create something like you said, so you can go find it. You don't have to know it. And I think Google has probably made this a much more uh, (laughs) readily available kind of concept. But if we were to say, and not to put you on the spot, but like what makes a good job aid? What, What do you think you would say kind of are some fundamental like parts or pieces that would would need to be true uh, for something to be considered a good job aid? Of course, it depends on what kind of performance support you're trying to um, provide. Also, what behaviors you're hoping to reinforce from whatever the learning intervention is going forward. Um, But I think screenshots and guidance provided on screenshots is probably the number one thing I would say, or good quality images with clear and concise. Can I put concise in all caps, please? <laughs> um, sets of instructions. Um, it's not the place to be verbose. We don't need to write paragraphs when a sentence will do. Bullet points or um, n- numbered lists so that people have clear guidance and concise. They can go there quickly, figure out what they need to do, dip in and dip back out. Those would be my like really big things. From there, I would say um, the best way I've ever figured out what to include in a job aid or job aids, or if I was going to build some sort of performance support tool versus having a course or a class, is go visit the people in their work and find out what their own personal cheat sheets are. What post-it notes do they have up and around um, their computer um, in their work area because people are creating job aids for themselves. If we're not providing them, we don't necessarily know that they have all the, the good stuff that you want them to have. By the same token, use their knowledge, use their wisdom. So those are a couple keys. Yeah, no, I love that. So we got clear, we've got concise. Uh, I, I, and I love this idea of going and seeing what people are already doing. Uh, I mean, and this is a bad practice, but it's like the people who have sticky notes, that's their passwords, right? The reason they're doing that is because it's 
insanely difficult to remember all their passwords and they have to be so different or whatever. Uh, but it seems like if you're creating the right tools for people, they won't have to make that their own right. sticky note for like, how do I do this? You know, I, I seem to remember one about how, how do I uh, log time in a system or something, something like that just was harder than it needed to be. Yep. We have in the training and development or the learning world, however you name yourself and where your your group, um, we have made it difficult or we haven't partnered with the right people to make it um, less barriers to success. So how can we take if, if single sign on is a thing? Why aren't we single sign on, for instance, so they don't have to have password written down and tucked under their keyboard um, because they don't use that system very often? Why can't we just build it in a way that's usable? Yeah, it makes sense that we're, you know, we're, maybe we're doing a, a disservice if we're providing them these other, you know, not the right options. If you have a number of courses, each with a few job aids. So let's say we've got three courses, each got a few job aids. How do you recommend making those job aids available outside of the course? Um, I, you know, it makes sense if like inside a course you might provide at the end, like, hey, here's a job aid, how you do this. But the course doesn't seem like the right place for the, those to live. What, what would you recommend? I would definitely pull them out of the course because you're losing a great opportunity for people to be reinforced back on the job. Uh, they could grab if you if it's in the course or class, they could grab them and take them with them somehow, whether that's physically as a piece of paper or as a download. That would be the only reason to have it in the course, in my opinion, um, because otherwise they have to go through the course again to get them right. That kind of defeats the purpose. I would build. Um, a link uh, to a repository in if you use SharePoint or Google Docs or um, whatever system you use in your organization um, where all those things live and we give people one link, one set of magic keys that they can go to to grab what they need when they need it. Um, back in the day, we had binders with tabs, labeled tabs and um it made it simple to be able to hand flip where you needed to go. These days were mostly digital, probably not 100%. But um, so whatever you need to do, again, to remove barriers and make it simple to get to when they need it. Because the whole point of a job aid or other performance support tool is they're going to be using it at the point of need. They want to get there quickly, get what they need, and get out. Yeah, for sure. So this leads to, I think, a, a, a question that... I have is because I've, I've started this process. I'm using a tool. It's kind of like Evernote it's called Notion, where I've been building out basically quick guides for myself, right? So like, for instance, um, uh, I, I was invited to use Salesforce for some process stuff and I'm not a Salesforce user. Uh, but I, then I was, you know, like having to remember how to do certain things. And my coworker made me a video, um, is, is that a job aid if I put that into this little bucket of things that I can easily quickly refer to or like, does that count? 
Yes, I think um, short videos count as job aids or performance support tools. I think videos are not the answer to everything in the job aid um, stratosphere. Um, I think that partly because they have to watch the video and get to the point in the video where the stuff they really wanted is, it's probably not as ineffective of a tool as something that's a link document, like a PDF that has a set of links so they can travel through out. Um, but a really quick video, and maybe it's embedded in uh, a PDF uh, or a PowerPoint deck or whatever tool you use, show somebody something 30, 40 seconds and dip out, do another 30, 40 seconds, and then make it possible that the people can pick the one they need. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, and I agree with you. Video, I love video, but it is definitely not the answer to many things, uh, especially when I know I'm frustrated trying to get something done quickly. Uh, sometimes right. video isn't, isn't the right answer. Um, right. So it does lead to the, an, another question about just kind of general, and I know there's going to be a lot, there's lots of different types of job aids. We can talk about that in a, in a few minutes, but I'm curious about general, like, you know, you said, clear, concise, concise, I think about small, it's smaller in terms of, um, the overall amount of content. Is there, is there a guideline or a heuristic here that we could say, like, if it's going to be more than some amount of content that it really should be more than a job aid or are there really no limits to, I mean, I, I guess <laughs> we're making this stuff up. So it's, it is what, it is whatever we call it, but like, Take a number, no. <laughs> what, what, are, what are the guidelines kind of on, and overall size? And I know it's different based on media and what you're making, but again, kind of rules of thumb around that, Don. I, I don't think there's a limit on size. It's kind of like PowerPoint that you can use as many slides in there as you need to. They cost the same, whether you use one or a, a thousand and one, um, so, so it ha the answer to me first is it needs to be as much as everybody needs. However, so if it's a thousand page reference manual, that thousand page reference manual has to be really well indexed. It has to be broken down into small, easily consumable, findable parts. And a thousand is not out of the realm of possibilities. I have seen many of them in my storied and checkered past, so to speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it isn't about quantity. It's about how you provide the information within the quantity. Does that make sense? So yeah. if, if there's 10 steps to doing a complex thing, um, then I think you have to do more, probably more than 10 uh, job aids. The job aids, or it might be 10 job aids, but each job aid is broken down into small chunks as well. So think about small, consumable, easily um, grabbed chunks of information. It's all about chunking. Yeah, no, that makes, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, right? Like, because if it's not quick, like the thousand page manual, right? Like all the information's there, but if I can't get to it quickly, it's probably not helpful. And I'm probably then creating as a, as a user, I'm creating my own little quick reference, right? Whether it's a sticky note or I'm, I have lots of pieces of paper that I just write notes on, uh, that eventually get thrown away. So I'm sure I thrown away a lot of knowledge, but I, I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Let's talk about like, what are the limitations in terms of format here when we start getting into creating job aids? Are there 
are, are there things that make better job aids than, than not? We've talked a little bit about that with video, but what about other media? That make better? Um, I, I still live and die by the, um, the piece of paper, whether it's digital paper or print paper. I think there's still validity there. Um, I don't think there's limitations. I, the only limitation really is your imagination and um, access to tools that you might use. Um, but the cloud makes it so much easier now for us. Um, available tools and tips and tricks. I'll just mention that the um, templates in Snagit are really great. Um, templates for making uh, quick job aids. You can include um, images or video uh, later on if you want to. Um, so I can't think of any true limitations. I would probably skip Excel as the medium, for instance, not to say that there wouldn't be aspects of Excel that you might include in the job aid, especially if it's about something in Excel. But I would probably import it into some other um, more visual medium. Um, other than that, I don't have I don't have a strong bias, I have to say. All right. Well, I know. For, uh, so if anyone isn't aware. You have some great resources that you put together that actually talk about uh, helping to choose the type of job aid that you might want for a particular circumstance. So let's talk through this concept. Let me, I'll bring it up on my screen. So here I've got it up in the TechSmith Academy. Let me actually open up in. So this is a downloadable resource. If anyone goes out to Don's course on the TechSmith Academy, this is a, a resource that anyone can access. Um, you can make a copy of it for your own Google Drive. And you can see here we've got we've got a couple of things. We've got, well, Don, you're, I know you're familiar with this because you built it. We've got <laughs> the kind of the, the axis here, the X and the Y uh, of the chart. Tell us which, like when we look at column B, uh, what, what are those? I tried to list several types of um, courses or course content that you'll be working with um, that you also want to reinforce back on the job. Or it might be something that you don't actually need to build a course for and you want the opportunity or the I want to give you permission, I guess is the best words for me to say, um, that sometimes the requesters come to you and expect you to build an e-learning course or a suite of courses when all people really need is a job aid. So when Matt and I first started talking about this, I kept visualizing this tool. So along the left um, in the the, the left column, the types of training, you are free to add whatever's true for you. I tried to give several different types. So new procedures, how to use a new new um, system tool or an old tool, but we have new procedures that we need to follow. Probably isn't always a class. It probably always isn't a course. We just need them to know what has changed and what's new. Um, and that's why I also added add your own here because you may have something completely different. And then all of the um, columns to the right are a list of things that I thought of as performance support tools and types of job aids. So the goal would be, let's say you're you're on refresher training, you have that cell highlighted. Yep. Um, you go across and figure out what you have available in your resources um, already in your organization, on your computer, for instance, and put check marks in all of the potential ways that you could consider providing a job aid to the learners in your organization 
other than building a course. Or maybe you're building a short course and you know that they're going to need performance support when they go and try to do the new procedure that you talked about in the refresher training. How is it going to be most effective for them? Is it an app for their phone? Is it a cheat sheet that they can click on within the software tool that they're using? Whatever. So the idea is to expand your mind past one or two things and think about what might actually be best on the job. Yeah, no, I, I love this because it gives you a chance. I Like you said, I love the idea that it gives you a chance to think beyond uh, just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put down three steps in a, in a, on a piece of paper, which is good, not bad, but gives you a chance to think about the different types of things. My guess is Don, and, and tell me if, if, if this is true, that as you go through this, you should be thinking about the end user and what's going to actually be most helpful to them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Put, put, um, put yourself in their shoes, but also, um, watch them, observe them in the work. I, I can't stress strongly enough. If you can make that happen, however you need to make that happen, especially in 2020, it's so enlightening um, that as instructional designers, if we just take the order that comes to us, the request that comes to us, order is probably a pejorative term, um, but that we just take somebody else's word for it, um, we probably don't have the whole story. And the request looks like a blue bottle, and I go watch people working, and they've got six other colors of bottle, and none of them are blue. Then I have some work to do, but also, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't know, and I would be building something, whatever it is, that is not an effective um, piece of learning content for the people in their work. I haven't helped them be successful at all. I've yeah. wasted company resources too, by the way. Right, right. So, so I want to I want to flip this on a, the conversation on its head a little bit because we've been talking about the job aids in terms of like this is when they make sense, this is what they can look like. There's you've got so many different options. Um, and we and, and you're, the name of the course in the academy is not everything sh needs to be a course, right? But yeah. are there are there kind of these other guidelines to say like because I can I can see myself doing this actually I can see myself saying like well hey you know what I don't need to even make a course ever I can just always make job aids. So for maybe someone who's newer to the field of instructional design or, or designing learning and, and training events, um, what what would you say is like when does a job aid not work or when is it maybe not the right solution? I think I'll turn your question just a little bit sideways please, and please. say that, um, that it's not an either or, but there might be plenty of opportunities that instead of throwing everything into the course and the course grows really big or the class ends up being really big is that we examine what can be in a course, what are the immovable objects that must be learning content that everybody goes through in one form or another. And then what are the ancillary pieces? I used to teach system training. There's a lot of core, everything goes this way, it's one directional. But then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that it's if this, then that. It's um, conditional statements. It's things that they learn if they had it in the class, they might not use it for two or three years. The stuff that they may not use right away 
way, I think it's a perfect place to put it is in job aids um, and performance support tools, if not a job aid, some other form. A lookup, online lookup reference. There's a couple good, um, really good software tools out there now, add-ons to um, internal systems. WalkMe is one, and there are several others um, that are performance support tools. Electronic EPSS is what they're called. And they walk people through how to do things and it, it's really great for those one-off situations that we could stand in front of a class and teach all week long and they're never going to remember it because they don't need to know how, they don't need to use it anytime soon so if it i guess the rule of thumb all the way around is if it's not directly applicable information take it out of the course and put it in a job aid and leave your course or class to this is what they need to apply tomorrow in their work that that's probably the best measuring tool I can come up with. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome. But I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to walk through the process of thinking about like developing a job aid, um, because I think we've talked a lot about when. And I think I think for me, at least, it feels like job aids, they're, they're like they don't have to be super complex. It's not like, you know, you're having to learn all this stuff. It's like it, it's we all have to learn how to code now. No, right. Not really. Right. So it's a, it's a practical thing. Like you're going to make something that's going to be helpful and there's lots of ways to do that. But I, I thought we could work through an exercise and then we'll just walk through like, how would we go about doing that? Okay. Let's, let's try a software tool. See if we can break the stream down that way. So right? should we, should we do snag it as that tool? Is that fine with you? That's fine with me. Okay. Let's say what's your favorite tool in snag it to use? Cause I know you're, you're a snag it user. I use Snagit every day of my life. Matt has heard this many times. I use it every day of my life. So I do things like um, cropping images, mm -hmm. resizing images. I'm big on adding um, arrows, circles, and text to, to uh, images. Those would be my primary reasons okay. for using And you use the template feature, correct? I do. Now that I have it. I did. Now that you have it. So so what if, so let's say that we were, obviously people are learning Snagit all the time and uh, the template feature is something that you're going to want your business to use. How would we go about give, creating a, a proper job aid for that, that feature? Because I know like at TechSmith, we've, we've created tutorial videos, we've created the in-product help, uh, but we don't, I don't think we have any job aids that are quick, a quick, a quick reference. So where would someone start if they're going to be teaching like a piece of software or something else? Like we probably go to the guide or the check checkbox, right? So the chart. Let's just say that the templates didn't come till, uh, snag it 2019, right? Correct. So if you haven't updated to 2019 or 2020, you won't have the templates. You'll have to spend that little bit of extra money and it's not very much. Um, and then with the upgrade, you get some templates included and some you will purchase additionally. How do we make a job aid? Where do we start? Right? Like if we we're given a task, if I'm, if I came to you and you're a consultant, which you are, and I said, Don, TechSmith asked me to make a job aid on Snagit and I don't know where to start. And they want me to make a, a, a job aid about making, using the templates. Uh, I don't have okay. to use Snagit to make that. So where would I start with that process? Okay. So I'm at the client's office or we're meeting like this. Yep. I'm going to do full on needs assessment. I'm going to ask a gazillion questions 
because and I'm going to talk to people that are doing the work and I'm going to talk to the requesters saying what's new, what's old so that I can get a sense of um, what they need to know, because at the end of the day, that's what we're doing is qualifying and quantifying what they need to know. I am going to do the best of my ability to get those steps um, put into sequential order. Um, Back on the images piece, uh, if it's a job aid, it's probably going to have some visual component. So I'm going to spend lots of time getting images, pictures, screenshots, whether I'm going to do those physically myself or I'm going to have um, subject matter experts doing that as well, providing them. I think back to the days when I was walking the fields of the sulfuric acid plant, um, ginormous place in Florida, and taking lots of photos. And then I had my subject matter expert label them and tell me what they were. Um, And they would also take the pictures in the places where I wasn't allowed to go. My security clearance wasn't high enough. Um, And so you're going to gather all the information you need or you think you need. You're going to gather a whole ton more than you probably will use in the job aid. But that gives you a sense of what's out there. Um, I might also look at their... um, existing training materials, et cetera, to kind of discern what's a, what's existing and what is new. Then I'm going to start talking about what type of job aid makes sense. Is it going to be um, a, a flip the book? Is it going to be a tabbed layout? Um, and it might end up being some sort of um, electronic tool or digital tool that'll probably live on a device, whether an iPad or um, tablet or um, be fully mobile enabled. Um, And you can just touch what you need to get what you're looking for. Um, I might think about, is there a need for a vocabulary list? Do they, are they looking, um, they need definitions of new terminology. That is that a job aid? This is great because I, I, a couple things that you said, I think, um, I think are helpful to hear, right? Like when you're going to set out to make a job aid, the, the fact that you brought up like a, a, a needs assessment, and I'm guessing they don't always have to be super formal. It's, but no. you focus on what's new and what's old. And it was even the question when, before we, we when we were kind of crossing our signals a little bit, you said like, what version of Snagit did it start in? And I, I think that's a really key thing to think about because so for an, in, in, in this example in particular, it's very likely that someone doesn't have the right version of Snagit. Right. Like, and if you didn't, if you were that, let's say 50% of the people did, 50% of the people didn't, and we just didn't know that, like we would start in the wrong, 50% of the people would start in the wrong place. Yep. And just the job aid would, job aid from that point forward word would be worthless. It might as well be written in a language they don't speak. Right. I mean, Totally useless. So you have to do the work. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing late uh, over the last couple of weeks. And every time I finish um, something in there, I find myself wanting to type, you need to do the work. You need to do the work. And it's a little bit repetitious, but I don't know how else to explain it. You have to know what they already know. You have to know what they need to know and know how to do. And then you have to figure out what that gap is in between, because that's where your course and your job aid or just your job aid. That's the gap in the middle is what you're trying to figure out so that you can fill the gap for them. 
And no. it's vocabulary no. lists. It's list of codes um, that computer codes that you need to know. It's um, it's everything. Google's a job aid if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it's interesting you brought up the vocabulary because we just had uh, at TechSmith, uh, uh, our, one of our folks from HR just put out uh, a document. It's like, hey, here, here are some of the common acronyms that people need to understand. And, and he was actually crowdsourcing some of it because there's, a, you know, like we're like any business. We've got too many acronyms to, to really know all of them. And, and in certain contexts, it might mean one thing and another one, it might mean another. Uh, so yeah, but it's interesting because that's totally a job aid so that I can better under, it's a job aid to the culture or a job aid to the, the understanding the organization. So yeah, I think, I, I, I think you're right on and that those are, uh, oh, yeah. I've pieces. made many of those over time. And jargon is another thing that is really helpful um, information you can provide to your new employees because you walk in and you start ha sitting in meetings and you might as well. It's a lot of glazed eyeballs type of thing. So, you know, putting them up on the intranet is also a good tip I will give. Um, and also, it's strange but true. Acronyms mean different things in different organizations. They're the same acronym, but they mean different things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> very, very much so. Uh, so, uh, Don, this is this has been it's it's actually gotten me really excited. I I, I need a project to go and create a job aid, but um, I, I think <laughs> as we as we get close to wrapping up here, are there any aspects of job aids that we haven't covered that you feel like would be important for the audience listening to know? Uh, like any gotchas, any things to be concerned about or think about that? Like you know, like here's where people get caught in the process of making job aids that you would want to. Uh, talk to or let us know about and maybe maybe not maybe it's just it's just as easy as it it seems but there's always gotchas I feel like there's always gotchas I think that sometimes we try to make things too complex that don't have to be um, and so I have found in the past that the more complex the um, learning content or the uh, the more complex the person's job tasks are the simpler the job aid needs to be and the um but the biggest barrier i've encountered uh over time has been that we build fabulous performance support tools whatever they are and we don't make them easy to get to we don't make them patently obvious um places to go so if it's going to be on SharePoint. If they have to go to 16 clicks to get there, they're never going to use it. And anybody that works in a large organization that has SharePoint knows exactly what I'm talking about. So figure out ways that you can make them the one click or the fingertip reference, whatever that is in your environment. Um, other gotchas, like I said, probably Excel is not my favorite um, generally, so I wouldn't use it and I would um, probably push back on um, organizational people that would want me to build something that way. I just don't think it's intuitive enough um, to build something visual. And most of the time, the job aid has to, has to have a visual component in order to make it effective. But otherwise, you're pretty much just limited by your own imagination. So open your mind to job aids is what I say. Yeah, awesome. So as you as you were uh, answering that final question, I wrote this statement down because I think it's I'm trying to encapsulate like 
what what's the key here? And it says uh, the best job aid is use is used and helpful. <laughs> Meaning, if it's not yeah. used, it doesn't matter, and if it's not helpful, it doesn't matter. True. Right. Right. Exactly. I, and I, you know, I used enough job aids in my life to know how valuable they are. Um, and, and I think in our digital life where we, we have the access to things where we can actually count the clicks that we can measure the accessibility, are people using it? Let's do that. And when we see drop off, then let's find out why they're not using it. Um, it does it need to be reworked. Maybe it's, it totally doesn't work for the system in the way it is today, whatever a process, then we know we need to enhance it, refresh it, do something new. Um, or everybody's just doing their job really well and they don't need it anymore. But you won't know unless you ask people. And that's what we have to do. Awesome. Well, Don, this has been a, a fun conversation. If you guys are interested in learning more about Don's work here at Job Aids, go check out the TechSmith Academy course. It is free. Uh, she's done such great work out here. So, Don, thank you so much for joining me today in the Visual Lounge. I like it in the Visual Lounge. It's fun to say, yeah. isn't it? And here's a little here's a little piece of trivia. And uh, most people won't know this, but if you've been a fan of TechSmith for a while. And I've been at TechSmith a long time. Uh, in 2005, we launched, there was a blog because everyone had blogs in 2005 and we still have a blog, but uh, it was called the Visual Lounge. That was TechSmith's blog. Yep. So we just brought the name I, back. I saw that today and I thought, I think that's what it used to be called. So yeah, yeah. cool. So Don, thank you once again. We appreciate your time and thank you again. And go, guys, go check out our course. It's really awesome. It's got great stuff and you can learn more about creating job aids. So. The resource guide is all for you. <laughs> That's right. Great downloadables. Mm -hmm.